Here we go. Hello, everybody. It's Lori Haywood Mains, and I am a Bible teacher, and I have a website, lorihaywoodmains.com. Please refer to it for prayer, for giving, for um, watching um, all the broadcasts that I have done. They are on there archived. I also have podcasts under Lori Haywood Mains, Lori Haywood hyphen Mains. I get a little mixed up. I have so many things going on. So I have LoriHaywood-Mains.com, which is my website. And I have LoriHaywood-Mains, which is podcasts and broadcasts and um, so much more. So let's move on. So we're just going to open up with a small prayer. And what I'm talking about today is uh, physical healing part two. I went on with physical healing, um, basically part one, on Isaiah 53, and I gave it a couple days, and the Holy Spirit has been uh, ministering to me and talking to me, and he wanted me to come on and uh, talk about another side of that. You know, uh, you hear about the mountain, um, there's many sides to the mountain, and if we only, you know, stare at one side, then we're going to only get one revelation of that mountain. So the Holy Spirit has told me to come and take another side of Isaiah 53, and I w want to also clarify with that that God's word is alive, God's word is eternal. So um, there isn't any way that I could possibly teach um, all of the revelation that the Father has about his own word. But what I can do is what the Holy Spirit is sharing with me, I can um, come on and share with you. Uh, so this is not, I don't ever want you to take any of the teachings that I come out with and say, well, that's final, that's it. That is not final and that is not it. These are windows. These are revelations that I live by. And when you serve and live as a son and daughter of God, then the revelations get wider and deeper and bigger. And you cannot exhaust God's word. It's living. It's a living organism, if you will. It's breathing. Um, just as I'm speaking to you right now, um, the Bible, the Word of God, is Him talking every day. Uh, so anything that you are going through uh, today, uh, tomorrow, or a year from now, uh, the answer is in here. And it's always relevant for what you're going through. Uh, because it's alive. It's, it's our Father's Word. It's our Father's will. Um, just as I have a will for my children, I have a will for myself. I have a will for people that I love. This is my Father's will. This is our Father's will for us. And um, so that's what we're going to be talking about. I just want to stop real briefly and pray real quick. Um, and then we're just going to take off on part two of physical healing. Okay, so <clears throat> Lord, right now I thank you for everyone that is watching this broadcast right now today, tomorrow, and in the future. Because your word is alive, Lord, this word will always be alive. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. The Holy Spirit is the teacher. The Holy Spirit reveals the word. He reveals Jesus. He reveals your will, Father. So this word today is for today, and as long as it is in the earth, you can use this word. 
and minister and deliver and heal and, and bring revelation to anyone who is listening to it and, and watching it. And I thank you for uh, ministering the word through me. I surrender myself to you and um, I trust you that you will say what you want to say. In the name of Jesus, I worship you and I give you all the glory and praise as always. And always give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, you guys, so what we're going to be talking about, just to recap a little bit on bullet points of what we were talking about under physical healing, part one. Again, they're on lauriehaywood-mains.com, podcast lauriehaywood-mains. And you can pick up physical healing. And I, actually, that one is not on my podcast yet. Sorry about that. But it is on lauriehaywood-mains.com. So, <clears throat> in live stream. Um, so where we left off was Isaiah 53, First uh, Peter 2.24, and Matthew 8. And... Um, where I want to take what we were talking about is we were establishing the fact that Jesus died on the cross in the New Testament, but Isaiah prophesied it. The Lord gave him the revelation, and then Jesus came and fulfilled that prophecy. So Jesus came to the earth, sent by the Father to die on the cross. To give his flesh, his mind, will, and emotions, which is his soul and his spirit, over to um, over to the plan of God and the Holy Spirit to take him to the cross that Jesus would die for our sin. We establish he died for our sin, and we establish that he died for our sickness and all disease, and he, dis he died for our peace. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, which is love, power, and a sound mind. So Jesus came, and he annihilated, destroyed, disintegrated, killed uh, the of what Satan had uh, caused when he caused man to fall in the Garden of Eden with uh, Adam and uh, Eve. So Jesus came... And what he did is he redeemed us from the curse of the law. And that's in, I believe, in Ephesians. And um, it's either, yeah, it's in, it's in there, I think, in Ephesians. He redeemed us from the curse of the law. The curse of the law is back in the Old Testament in Genesis uh, on, on Abraham. Um, I think it's Genesis 25. I'm, but I may have that wrong, but if you look up the curse of the law, you'll find it. Um but Jesus came and he died and gave his life for us. He became sin. He became sickness. He became disease. He lost his peace. He lost everything on the cross. He gave it over so he could destroy Satan um, in an intellect way. It was an intelligent plan by the Father. And it was such an intelligent plan that God, it was a mystery um, all the way from Genesis all the way through the Old Testament on until Jesus went to the cross. And then the mystery was revealed when Jesus died and he was resurrected and he came to the earth. And now what Jesus did, um, the mystery was being revealed even more so because now what Jesus did was 
when he left hell, he defeated hell, he took the keys of death and hell from Satan, and he came back to the earth even before he went to the Father, and before he ascended to the Father, because he stopped on earth, and he's, he visited with his disciples, and um, he told the disciples, he gave them a command, and he told them in uh, Mark 16 um, to um, go and preach and teach and reach the world with the gospel, and that the signs would follow those who believed in Jesus' name, signs would follow casting out um, devils and laying hands on the sick, and they would recover. So the plan was starting to unfold because Satan didn't really realize how much trouble he was in. And the revelation kept unfolding and unfolding, and that's where you start seeing the book of Acts, uh, Romans, Corinthians, um, all the way on into the New Testament, where the mystery that the Father had hidden from Satan and everyone so that he could get it to come to pass started unfolding. And so the mystery of the church, the mystery of the body of Christ, the mystery of who we are in Christ, the mystery of what really was accomplished, and it's still unfolding today. And that's why I'm here talking to you. Um, it's kind of hard to just jump in because I always want to give a backdrop bullet point of where we've been, what's happened, and why. Again, you can go to any of my broadcasts and um, you can watch... Uh, uh, the um, archives to, to catch up on some of the stuff that I'm talking about. So we established that this happened. Jesus died for our sins and our sickness. We're going to leave it at that. He died, he gave his flesh, and he shed his blood. Therefore, we have the opportunity now, again, we have choice. Um, God is not a God of control. He's not a uh, killer, he's not a beater, and he does not judge you. Although that is where the the divide happens in the body of Christ, because a lot of people believe in the salvation piece, but they don't believe in the sons of God who we are now as a new creature in Christ piece. Okay, so everybody can agree on salvation for the most part. But when it starts coming to authority and who you are in Christ and what, what the revelation of the um, body of Christ is, that's where you start losing people. And uh, the reason why you start losing people is because people are comfortable believing something that they've always heard, even if they never studied it. Um, they know Jesus came and Jesus hung on the cross and that if you give your life over to God and accept Jesus in your heart, you'll be saved. But a, a lot of people never study it out, and a lot of people never look into it for themselves. And so the, there's so much more going on with that. And that's where we were talking about Isaiah 53 and 1 Peter 2.24, is that Jesus died for our sin, sickness, and disease. But what happened is in First Corinthians... It talks about we are, I think it's 517, that we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus, sons and daughters of God, if you will. And that the also talks about that we are the temple of God. Know ye not that you are the temple of God. He no longer lives in a 
um, a building, a box. Uh, he lives within us, and we're a recreated being, uh, the second Adam, if you will. Um, but uh, Jesus uh, was the firstborn of that, and we are the second and the third and the fourth, and that's why it's called born again. When you receive him, you're born again. And there's sons and daughters of God now running around the earth, but they don't know their complete identity, okay? So where we are at is <clears throat> sin right, Sin has been taken care of. Sickness has been taken care of, but we don't know that sickness has been taken care of. Or we've heard it and we understand it, but we don't know how to get it in our own lives. Well, that's why I'm here. And I, I probably will teach on this the rest of my life in and out of other teachings because I believe it's been a passion of mine since 1987 um, and uh, the Lord has called me out um, for the rest of my life uh, which I will <laughs> I've got to throw this in there because it is something that's coming on, on in my life as I'm going for the 120 years that God gave us in the Bible but I'll come on another day and talk about that so for the rest of my life I am giving myself over to to the passion to invest in people and teach them about their rights in Christ and um, grow this um, grow this identity, grow this body, grow this body of Christ, so that we can be the dominant force in the earth, just as um, Jesus died for. That's what He wants. He wants us to spread the gospel. Uh, that's his. That was his ma mandate, and he wants us to do the same for him, to grow the church, to grow the body of Christ, to become the dominant in the earth, so that when Jesus comes back, he has a full body, and um, he he expects it out of us too. Just like a parent would expect some, a child to grow, um, Father God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit expect us to grow, but. No one can grow if, if there aren't if there are not preachers or teachers or people who will reach out and be bold to come out with the with the, the, the revelation of who we are in Christ and all that Jesus died for. So we talked about Isaiah 53 on how Jesus went on the cross, he died for all sin, he died for all sickness, and he died for all disease, so that you and I in our own homes daily practice 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 train 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 on driving sickness and junk out of our bodies and out of our children and out of our husbands or wives or families listen you have to understand that just like going to college going to school training for a job you have to put the time in to train um Let's just say you were allowed to go to a police, a law enforcement class to become a police officer, and you walked in, let's just say, and they gave you a badge, and they said, okay, see ya, and you're like, wow, all right, I, I'm a police officer, but I, I, you know, I mean, I kind of know what I can do, I can kind of get out there and, and, and be the law, but, um, you know, I really need some training, you know to understand it all and so the more understanding I have as a police officer then the more confident I am on using my authority because I understand the boundaries of 
what's been given to me as a police officer or you know what have you how far I can go how far I can't you know like the boundaries and then they can you know the police officer can confidently go out with this badge you know he's already a police officer but without that training he's, he doesn't have the confidence of knowing what his boundaries are and all this kind of stuff well for some reason we believe we not, maybe not all of us but for the most part people believe that that when you when you go to church and you get saved that the spiritual stuff just takes care of itself all by itself and that um you know there you don't you know to train and learn and all this kind of stuff is is really just a waste of your time or it's unnecessary or i don't want to do it and why can't just god do everything for me and 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 you know and so they they either don't want to learn they don't want to put the time into train or they don't know they're supposed to so i'm here to tell you that once you receive jesus christ as your savior that's just the beginning of the rest of your life here on earth and then in your next realm you must take charge and responsibility to find out who you are in christ what are your boundaries what are your rights what is what are the benefits what is the package what comes along with it and um you know why doesn't this work and why doesn't that work so that's what this is for and this is our this is our book but it's but it's for the rest of our life and it's alive it's a living word so all those things i just mentioned are in here and you find the people that have gone before you and trained and then are teaching and then you start learning from them and then you become the teacher preacher reacher in anything you do if you're a police officer a surgeon a doctor an artist a producer a book writer um you know the medical law enforcement the the, the educational system the government you know and you take you t this is who you are and and it moves along through your life where, where wherever you are but you always everybody has the um responsibility to pass this information along one way or the other you may not be a sit down full-time ministry like i am teaching but um you should know your authority and be able to share it with anybody else and tell them they can do it too so that you're strengthening the body of christ so that we can grow up and become more magnificent um, and have more authority and the revelation gets bigger and bigger and bigger because who we are in Christ is so huge that I'm, I'm pretty sure that we probably just scratched the surface of it. So um, that's why we train. That's why when you get saved, there's more to discover. So with that, I left off with Isaiah 53 on how to drive things off your own body on a daily base or your children you have authority over your children until they're a certain age i would probably say until they leave home i mean let's rephrase that because sometimes that's a long time um let's just say i'm going to go with the 18 okay you have authority over your family to a degree but when they're children you are the prophet of their life that's why it's so powerful 
and you have to watch how you speak and what you say over them because you're actually releasing um, future into them. Um, and if you've if you've done it wrong, that's okay. You just ask the Lord to forgive you, and and every word that you spoke neg negatively over them, that you command that thing to fall to the ground and disintegrate, and it will. And then you just start prophesying good things. See, it's not that difficult. Living a powerful Christian life is not difficult. Just like going to your job, you get up and you can probably do it with your eyes closed now because you've done it so long. Well, being a born-again, spirit-filled, powerful Christian is not that difficult. It's just a daily advancement. It's a daily training. It's a daily living. It's a daily breathing. And a little every day is a lot each week. And then, you know, weeks and months and years. And, and, and it's, you know, you just keep getting stronger because you, you have more revelation. You've been practicing and practicing and practicing. And, and that goes back to when you speak to your body. When you start speaking to your body in the name of Jesus, telling sickness and disease to leave it, um, you got to realize you're in practice mode. And if you're just starting like anything else, you have to build up that confidence. So when something's attacking your body, um, start practicing. Today, right now, say, no, you know, if you've sprained your wrist or you fell and it hurts or you hurt your back or you got a disc that's disintegrating in your back or in your neck or you have loss of hearing loss of sight if you have any injuries if you fell off a ladder because you stood on it the you stood where you shouldn't stand and you fell you don't the reason why i mention that is because i've heard several testimonies and what I, I'm, I'm injecting in a lot of things in here so you have to hang in there with me and listen got to listen to what i'm saying to catch everything um if you've done something to cause physical pain to your body by disobeying um, your parents, your boss, uh, just rules, regulations. If you've done something and you've hurt yourself by disobeying um, and you, you're hurt now and, and you're either seriously hurt or you're not seriously hurt, um, I want you to understand, listen, it's crystal clear that God still does not want that pain on your body and you still have the right to tell it to get off. It doesn't matter if you did something in disobedience, you rejected somebody's uh, advice. If you're hurt and you have pain, God wants you well. I want you to understand that. Of course you want to be responsible and, and tell anybody you're sorry or uh, repent to the Lord for you know being dumb and not listening and why did I do that? They warned me. But that still does not mean that God does not want you well or you can't get well because you didn't listen to somebody and you did something wrong. That is from the pit of hell. That is one of Satan's ways of trying to get you to accept your, what he would call, your penalty uh, for doing something wrong. It, it's a lie. That's good news, isn't it? Yes, it's really good news because even God even makes our mistakes prosper. Psalms 1, Psalms 2. God even makes our mistakes prosper. He's a loving God. He sent his only son, as Isaiah said, in that he died on the cross. He took every sin, sickness, and disease upon his body. That means mistakes. That means disobedience. That means iniquity, sickness, disease, disobedience. We rejected him. Um, we allowed people to kill Jesus because we were uh, 
we weren't in our right mind. And so um, God loves us so much that he doesn't want any mistake you made that has caused you physical pain or any other kind of pain, but we're focusing on physical. But this covers everything in your life. Any mistake you've made and you've caused pain upon your body, physical pain somehow, some way, even if it's years of pushing furniture around and you've messed up your back or lifted weights or something, um, God wants your back well. He wants your body well. He wants all sickness, all disease, all injuries, everything that's on your body that is causing pain, he wants it off. You didn't do anything to deserve pain. Pain is a deafening, it's torturous. I've had back problems in the past. I stood on the word, I got rid of it. It took a while for me to get rid of that thing, but it's completely gone. I've completely back to normal. Pretty much I'm stronger than I was because um, now defeating that thing, I not only defeated it, but I, um, I, I told myself and I said it out loud that um, my back was going to be stronger than when I started. So, and, and I lifted something that was way out of my league for lifting and it, that's what started the injury. But, it, but healing is already done. It's already been completed. Just like water is flowing in the river constantly. Just like electricity is flowing. Just like the internet service is out there and you can't see it, right? You can't see it. So you can't see the, the, the spirit realm on how healing is just out there. Jesus paid the price and it's out there. Let's just pretend it's hanging in a realm. And, and then when you need it, it, it comes to you, you know, like a magnet. Okay? That's a good analogy. Just as like a magnet. Healing, I need you. Come. Okay? And when Satan doesn't want you to have it, so he's, you know, he's going to try to fight you and he's going to use your mind to tell you that it's not going to work. That's why you need to train. That's why you need to practice. That's why you, you need to start today. And don't get discouraged and say you failed when you stand, start standing against something and you don't feel it's gone, don't ever, ever, ever look at anything as failure. Look at it as it's information, okay? So as you're practicing and you're running things off your body, it's in the name of Jesus, I command this. Um, I fell um, cutting the lawn this summer and um, I did something really dumb. I backed up into a barricaded plastic pipe that runs under our deck that allows water to come out. And I, I backed up into that thing and down I went. And I went, I went backwards like this and then I turned my wrist around. Like this one. And I fell and I messed this whole thing up right here. Oh my gosh, you know, here I was, you know. I prayed over it in the name of Jesus. Uh, no, you will not. You will not be in pain. You will not. You will not. Well, that thing just got gnarly for, oh, I don't know. I'm going to probably say, I'm going to say that thing was uh, talking to me for about six weeks. But you know what? It's well. It's healthy. And it was a pretty, pretty difficult fall when I landed. I landed on rocks and all kinds of stuff. So, um what I'm the point of I'm making is that healing is for everyday things. It's for falling, uh, tripping, 
um, slipping on ice, um, cutting the lawn, you do something. Like I said, mistakes, if somebody told you not to do something. So healing is for um, everything, and it's out here, and when you need it, you command it to come, but Satan doesn't want you to know this kind of stuff because then you're going to tell other people and he starts losing his territory. And you'll have to go back to um, the archive uh, physical healing one to, to hear that part of it. So he he's works in your head and he's like, ah, listen, see, it's not working. Feel that physical pain? It's still there. It's not working. And you say in the name, you don't listen. You don't answer him and you don't listen you just speak the word of god because it's alive and it's a weapon it's sharper than any two-edged sword so you take the word of god and you and you and you know in your heart and you and you your knower starts knowing more because you the the more you repeat it out loud and say it and read it and speak it the more you believe it it becomes a a stronghold within yourself and so when the enemy's saying, oh, see your wrist, it's, you got pain, you got this, you got that. And I'll, and I'll just say, I was healed in the name of Jesus. Every, every sickness, every injury, everything that is on my body, every, well, actually what I do is I'll, I'll call out and I'll say, um, and I just say it out loud, doing the dishes, whatever. I, I you know, I'm, I don't have my eyes closed and I'm not going in these places, but I'm just teaching you. So I'm showing you how to do it. I'll just say, um, I'll say every muscle, ligament, tendon, and nerve, and bone, and cartilage, and tissue in my body is completely healed, and my blood is clean, and I have no cancer cells, and I have love, power, and a sound mind, and my memory is strong and is getting stronger every day. My body has been created, and I have a healthy heart, healthy lungs, um, healthy uh, circulatory system. Um, digestive tract I I just call out all my body parts and just say it is covered by the blood of Jesus and it, I'm in Christ and therefore my body will bow to the name of Jesus and I tell my body what to do and I just ignore what the enemy is telling me and I just keep speaking it and speaking it and people will say oh you're going to get arthritis in that wrist if they find out you heard it you're going to get arthritis. I'll say, no, I, I don't think so. I, my wrist is really strong. My bones are strong. And it, it's, I don't say, no, the word of God says this. I just say, no, I, my, my wrist is going to be completely restored. I, I know it will. And I'll be able to do the things that I did before. And, and so I just talk what I want. You know, you don't, you don't have to tell everybody, you know, what you're doing. You just, your words line up with what you believe. And what you hear, and 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 da da, you know, I'm I'm well, okay, and I could lift weights and put my, you know, it was a pretty bad fall, so, okay, so what I'm the reason why I'm sharing that, as I said, is because I want you to understand that you have to practice. Um, I'm wondering how long I've been on. Sorry to interrupt myself here. Okay, so 31 minutes. I'm not going to be too much longer. Shoot, I didn't even get to where I wanted to be. Darn it. Um, what can I say to leave this off? I'm telling you that this is how you practice, okay? But what I really wanted to get to <laughs> is I wanted to tell you that it's, it's um, I don't want you to think that you can't ask prayer for people, from people, excuse me. Um, no, you 
ask for prayer from people. Uh, I still have people pray for me. Um, but along with that, I run my own show in the name of Jesus here on my body and my house. But I also ask people that I know uh, get results to pray for me um, at times. So I want you to hear me clearly that um, in James it talks about going to the elders of the church for prayer. Well, the reason why it says that is not so that it can be religious. Oh, you got to go to the church. You got to have the elders pray and all this religious stuff. No. The reason why that's there is because the elders should have the knowledge that I have. And they should be walking in this knowledge. And and Jesus talked about um, in um, Matthew 10, 8, um, you, the, the elders of the church or anyone that you know that is a Christian should have this type of information. Preaching, saying the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, he... he Jesus commissioned um, the disciples to go out and heal the sick, uh, heal the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely give. So that's why the Bible tells you to go to the church and have the elders lay hands on you. It's not for a religious connotation at all. It's just because this is the type of information, the way they should be living so that they can help you. Okay, it's not so that someone in a robe is more special than you or more special than me and that they've got some kind of gold star from God and they're the only that, people that can pray for you so you can get well. No, that's not it at all. That's old school teaching. That the reason why God wants you to go there is because um, they should walk, be walking in this kind of knowledge and, and this kind of information. If they aren't, then don't have them pray for you because... You might as well have your dog pray for you. It, it does no good. If they don't know who they are in Christ, and they're not praying for you in the name of Jesus for complete wholeness and wellness, then why go to them? Um, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So you, you, should, you should be able to feel good about who you are, ask for prayer, walk away, and know that you're going to receive your healing. It's already done as soon as someone lays their hands on you that knows what they're doing. In the name of Jesus, Jesus paid for sickness. Jesus paid for sin. He paid for disease. If you don't know how to stand against it while you're just beginning, then go to someone such as myself. Reach out to me. I, I can put you in touch with all kinds of people that if you're not near me that know this information that will get it to you and get you well. Okay? God wants you well. You don't have to earn it. Healing is not a reward. Healing is not a reward for doing well. Jesus died for your healing. Okay? You don't earn. It's not a reward to be well. He died for your sins. He died for your sickness. You receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. You tell that thing to get off your body in the name of Jesus. Jesus healed, when Jesus was sent to the earth, um, he, he said in um, John 6, I think this is John 6, um, around John 6, 35, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. 
All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me, but the will of him who sent me, this is the will of the Father who sent me, and that all that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up in that last day. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life. Jesus was saying, I am the bread which came down from heaven. I have come down from heaven. He is telling you that he came down, he was sent by the Father to do the Father's will. And it talks in Matthew 8 and, and other places that he healed all the sick and they were not saved. They were not even born again because you couldn't be born again until Jesus died on that cross. So you don't even have to be saved to receive the healing of God. It's a lot easier because of your own uh, knowledge and conviction and understanding. But you don't have to be saved to, to receive healing from God. It, it was paid. It was a price that's paid. It's just like you don't have to be saved to get internet waves into your house. I, I'm not trying to downsize the power of God at all. What I'm trying to tell you is what exists out there. Healing is out there. It was paid for. And those who call upon it will receive it. But if you're not saved and you call on healing for your body in the name of Jesus, then when you get well, you glorify God and say, okay, now I want to know more about you because my body is healed. Okay? So if God heals your body, you're going to want to serve him. That's basically it. It's, it. It is food for your body. It is bread. It says here that um, he says, I am, let's see, let me find that. He said, um, let me find it here. He says, I am the bread of life. Yeah. Let me see if I can find that one. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. My Father gives you the true bread from heaven. John 6. He is the bread of life. Jesus is the bread of life. So Jesus healed all the sick to show them that this was the Father's will. He said, I am here to do the Father's will in John 6. So he went about doing good teaching and preaching saying the kingdom of god of the kingdom of heaven is at hand it's here i'm here it's i've died for it it's never going to leave it's here forever it's the bread of life and that when he healed all those sick and, and he healed the lepers he raised the dead he healed the sick he loosed the bands of wickedness he let the oppressed go free and then the people followed him so it's not like you're gonna you're gonna receive healing from god and then turn around and serve him of course you're gonna serve him because you're gonna want to why wouldn't you when he is the healing bread uh, for your physical body he's salvation to your spirit so you can live eternally in the kingdom of god forever and ever and ever and ever so for healing is for us today. 
Okay, Jesus paid the price for sin, sickness, and disease. I have so much more I want to say. I will, I'm, I know I'm going to have to come back and talk about this probably one more time. And, uh, but I believe we said what needed to be said because I prayed. So I, I, I end this broadcast for those who would like to receive Jesus Christ as their Savior right now. Just close your eyes and repeat this with me. Father, I repent of my sins. I ask Jesus to come into my heart. Come into my life. Help me. I give my life to you. Do something with my life, Lord. I want to know more about you. Thank you for forgiving me. Amen. So you can go on my website, lauriehaywood-mains.com, and reach out to me. Uh, or reach out to a born-again, spirit-filled Christian around you. Find a body of Christ, a church that teaches and preaches about what I'm talking about. Because this is life. Life, healing, health, wealth, peace, financial blessings with no sorrow added to it. The benefits of salvation, people, are massive. Get out of the death zone. Get into the life zone where there's laughter available daily. Oil of gladness, the spirit of joy, peace, love, power, a sound mind, confidence, wealth in relationships. This is what is ours, and I have it, and I've been working on it, and I'm going to continue to work on it until I leave this world. But this is the life to live, and there's nothing more better than it. Okay, love you guys. I'll see you later. God bless.